world updates from the Oval. Syrian authorities organized polls today with more than 1,600 candidates competing for 250 Member of Parliament seats after delaying it twice due to coronavirus pandemic. This is the third parliamentary election since the pro-democracy movement in 2011. Russia could roll out a COVID-19 vaccine by September, claims Kirill Dmitriev, who is the chief executive of Russian Directive Investment Fund, which is funding the vaccine. Earlier, Russia's Sechenov University announced that it had successfully completed clinical trials of COVID-19 vaccine. Iran stopped execution of three anti-government protesters after massive online campaign in their favor. Liu Xiaoming, China's ambassador to the United Kingdom, claimed Uyghurs live in peaceful and harmonious coexistence with the other ethnic groups, disregarding footage of the shackled prisoners. In an interview on BBC News, Liu was shown a video footage that appears to show Uyghurs being blindfolded and forced to go into trains. Floods in India and Nepal affected about more Floods in India and Nepal affected about 4 million people, leaving close to 189 people dead. Over 50,000 people uprooted by floods were taking shelter at 521 relief camps in India. In the early hours of a day of July 1918, a family was awakened around 2 a.m. in the night. They got dressed and were let down into a half-basement room at the back of the Ipativ house. The pretext for this move was the family's safety. That is, that anti-Bolshevik forces were approaching Yekaterinburg and the house might be fired upon. But on this pretext or ploy of safety, an aristocratic but oppressive family was killed by citizens of the nation. You know about this family in the podcast. A lot changes in a day and so we must know it. Hello friends, you have tuned into The World As We Know It presented by The Oval, a daily news capsule of updates from around the world. So let's get started with all that happened on 19th of July, starting the updates with the largest continent of the world, that is Asia. After announcing a ban on China-based Huawei for its 5G technology, Britain asked Japan to help build the wireless technology. Britain named NEC Corporation and Fujitsu as potential alternatives supplier to Huawei. Eight rare rhinoceros, amongst other animals, died in India's Kaziranga National Park due to floods as this year's monsoon submerged about 85% of the park in Assam. On the other hand, flood has caused about 196 fatalities. People of Myanmar on Sunday marked one of the Southeast Asian nation's darkest moments, paying tributes to dead independence heroes in muted annual Martyrs Day gathering. State Councillor Aung San Suu Kyi led a wreath at a Muslim dedicated to Aung San, 
her father and the country's independence hero who was assassinated alongside members of his cabinet on July 19, 1947. In a massive discovery of dumped toxic waste, Malaysia found 110 containers of Indonesia bound hazardous heavy metals from Romania that had illegally entered the country and were abandoned last month. Environment and Water Minister Tuan Ibrahim Tuan Man said 1,864 tons of electric arc furnace dust, that is EAFD, a byproduct of steel production that contains heavy metals like zinc, cadmium, and lead, were found abandoned at the Tan Yuang Pelipis port in the southern state of Johor, according to Bernama. In recent years, Malaysia became the world's main destination for plastic waste after China banned imports of scrap. Thailand witnessed several protesters on Saturday evening demanding resignation of the government and the dissolution of parliament. The demonstrators made three demands, dissolution of parliament, an end to harassment of government critics, and amendments to the military written constitution. An official constitution monarchy, Thailand punishes people insulting the king up to 15 years in a prison. Britain raised the Uyghur issue saying that Beijing is committing gross egregious human rights abuses over its deeply troubling treatment of ethnic and religious minorities in China's western Xinjiang region. However, China's ambassador to London warned that they will make a resolute response if Britain follows the US in sanctioning Chinese officials. To bring out its firms out of China, Japan will pay 57 companies a total of 57.4 billion yen in subsidies. Meanwhile, another 30 will get grants to move manufacturing to Vietnam, Myanmar, Thailand and other Southeast Asian nations. Lorna Jane, a popular Australian activewear brand, fined 40,000 Australian dollar over claims that its antivirus leggings and tops are effective at protecting wearers against the coronavirus. The website mentioned COVID-19 alongside a description of a non-toxic mist, which is claimed to create a permanent chemical-free seal. It has rebranded the clothing antibacterial. Now let's get updates from Pair of Continents Americas. A group of four girls and three boys were found dead near Gatun Lake of Panama. Some of the victims' family members had reported them missing since Friday. They had gone out to swim. Gatun is a large freshwater artificial lake to the south of Cologne, Panama, distant at 50 miles from capital Panama City. United States President Donald Trump, again in the news, of course, he said that the Confederate flag was a symbol of pride for South American people. In an, in an interview with Fox News Sunday, he said, when people proudly had their Confederate flags, they are not talking about racism. They love their flag. It represents the South. They like the South. I say it's freedom of many things, but it's freedom of speech. 
Portland city of Oregon state of the USA was still on fire as protesters in the city took to the streets for 52nd day protesting against police brutality since George Floyd's killing in police custody on May 25th. Cuban ambassador to Ecuador Rafael Dosa on Sunday congratulated in Nicaragua on the 41st anniversary of the triumph of the Sandinista revolution which ended decades of dictatorship in the Central American nation. Brazil's indigenous 90-year-old leader, environmentalist and Amazon activist Raoni Maktoukere is hospitalized with digestive bleeding. Last year, Raoni requested Brazil's Congress to block President Jair Bolsonaro's policies which he said are destroying the Amazon forest indigenous people depend on. For the first time in 130 days, there were no new domestic cases of coronavirus in Cuba. Yes, Cuba, congratulations to you. With a sublimity of more than 90% of recovery rate from the pandemic, Cuba is moving to the final phase of resuming normal activities with masks and social distancing. Head of Epidemiology at the Ministry of Public Health, Francisco Duran, informed people about it. Three were reported dead and 24 injured after a glacier sightseeing bus rolled over near the Columbia ice field in Alberta's Jasper National Park. Alberta Health Services said 14 people were in critical life-threatening condition, four in serious but stable condition and six in stable condition. The Canadian Armed Forces issued new orders to military personnel to take a harder line on hateful conduct. The new policy on hateful conduct aims to identify and weed out members with links to white supremacists or other hate groups in the forces. Well friends, if you want to listen updates from all around the world in a very quick time with just your earphones or even your speakers plugged in, so please follow, subscribe and like our posts on Spotify, Google Podcast, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Telegram, YouTube and all other social media platforms with username at the rate over the global. If you want to get these updates in image format, you can follow our Instagram handle or even Telegram channel or even Facebook where you can have more information about the world while you do other things also. If you want to listen, you can go over the Spotify or Google podcast or even YouTube. My friends, you know how to use social media in a knowledgeable and productive ways. So just go to at the rate over the global. Moving on to the updates from European continent. No consensus was reached on 1.85 trillion euro European Union coronavirus recovery fund as the summit entered its third day. German Chancellor Angela Merkel even warned that summit of 27 leaders could still end without a deal. The countries disagreed over the spending as all nodded to the fact that they need to help but richer nations in the north led by the Netherlands expressed they want strict controls on spending. To mark the fourth anniversary of the death of a black man Adama Traor in police custody, several French people gathered in Paris suburb. 
He died on his 24th birthday in 2016 after an arrest in circumstances that still remain unclear and the case is under investigation. A 39-year-old Rwandan refugee arrested in connection with a fire in the 15th century cathedral in Nantes, France, which destroyed the grand organ. He worked as a volunteer for the cathedral for the cathedral and had been in charge of locking up the place on Friday. The cathedral was partly destroyed during World War II in 1944 after Allied bombings. Then in 1972 its roof was completely rubbished by a fire. Media might get controlled in Poland as President Andrzej Duda said that they will seek to craft rules limiting the concentration of foreign-owned media outlets. Poland's ruling law and justice party has long stated foreign-owned media have meddled in Poland's affair. Now the story of that aristocratic family, last czars of Russia. Russian investigative committee announced on Friday that the human remains discovered in a forest near the Russian city of Yekaterinburg belonged to the last Russian Tsar belonged to the last Russian Tsar Nicholas II and members of his family. After the investigations renewed, the committee conducted about 37 forensics examinations. The remains of two people were first discovered in the summer of 2007 near the burial site of nine other victims which have been found to belong to the daughter and son of Nicholas and Alexandra Romanov. Research is still ongoing, including investigations into how the Russian imperial family was killed. So what really happened? Nicholas II, his German-born wife Alexandra Fyodorovna, and their five children Anastasia, Maria, Tatiana, Olga, and Alexei were executed by the Bolsheviks in 1918 in the midst of the Russian Revolution. Yakov Yurovsky, a revolutionary who led the Bolsheviks secret police, told Nicholas he was about to be executed. But who would have thought that their death would make news for years to come as the world would get lost in finding out where were the bodies of the last Tsar and his family. To cover up the murder, the Bolsheviks took the bodies into a forest confiscated their jewelry and the jewels hidden in their clothing and buried them. The caracast were covered in acid and buried. But since the grave located in a mine was too shallow, they disinterred the body searching for another location. Then they dug another shallow grave and buried all but two of the family members. Two of the children like Maria and Alexei were burned and the remnants of their bodies buried in another separate grave, grave nearby. The timeline then shifts to 2007 when researchers conducted an archaeological dig south of the original burial and found that the remains of what they believed were Alexei and Maria. This particular finding led to the reopening of the investigation into the case of which the results came out recently. In a bid to woo pensioners, Greece led out a draft law to be tabled in Parliament this week, which proposes a flat income tax rate of 7% for foreigner, for foreign retirees who transfer their tax residence to Greece. 
it would remain applicable for a decade. Alex Patelli, chief economic advisor to Athens, resolutely pro-business premier Kiriakos Mitsotkis, said the 7% flat rate will apply to whatever income a person might have, be that rents or dividends as well as pensions. Heads of the four German southern states urged the United States to not withdraw troops from the country, according to a letter obtained by Reuters. Last month, United States President Donald Trump had announced plan to cut the numbers of U.S. troops in Germany by 9,500 to 25,000. Spain denied using spyware to target senior members of the Catalan independence movement after renewed calls for an investigation by a leading politician. In an investigation by The Guardian and El Pais, it was found that mobile phones of at least five members of the regional independence movement, including the Speaker of the Catalan Parliament, were targeted using powerful software which is reported sold only to governments. Let's get the updates from the African continent. Christian Roger Okemba, ex-mayor of Brazzaville, Congo Republic's capital, sentenced to five years in prison over corruption charges. His wife, Anastasia Eleonore Okimba, was also awarded a three-year suspended sentence. Zimbabwe police arrested over 105,000 people since March in violation of lockdown regulations. Around 1,000 were arrested in the last two days for unnecessary movement or for not wearing face masks. The Sudanese army announced it has started legal actions against activists and journalists, accusing them of insulting. The army in a statement said they had crossed the bounds of patience. Activists and right groups complained that the army has blocked investigations into the killings of scores of protesters in June last year. Nigerian Foreign Minister Joffrey Onyama declared that he had tested COVID-19 positive, becoming the first member of President Muhammadu Buhari's cabinet to contract the coronavirus. Twelve persons, including local administrators, were arrested by Burundi police on charges of robbing residents returning from neighboring Tanzania. The arrests were made in southern Makamba province two days after Security Minister Garvis Dirakbaka warned the police and administration officials against engaging in bribery and other corrupt practices. And now, the last region in our list today is Middle East. 27 people detained by Turkish police on Sunday over links with the Islamic State militant group, which was suspected of preparing an attack. The operation targeted addresses in 15 districts of Istanbul. Emir Sheikh Sabah Al Ahmed Al Sabah, Kuwait's 91-year-old ruler, underwent a successful surgery on Sunday morning. He has been the ruler of the country since 2006. France, German and Italian leaders browbeat to use sanctions against countries that continue to flout a United Nations arms embargo on Libya for the first time. French President Emmanuel Macron, German Chancellor Angela Merkel and Italian Prime Minister Guispo Conte said we are ready to consider the possible use of sanctions if the breaches of the embargo at sea, on land or in the air continue. Another mysterious calamity happened in Iran. 
A fire broke out at a power plant in Iran's central Isfahan province on Sunday. The blaze was the result of an explosion of 230 kilovolt power transformer at a substation of the power plant. No casualties were reported in the incident and the electricity supply was not disrupted. For the third time in a year, Jerusalem governor Adnan Keith was detained by Israeli forces. They raided his home in Sylvan, Jerusalem and took him into custody. Gaith was earlier arrested in April and May. Oval the Global Just type this username in your every social media account and you can get more world's updates on just one platform and within 30 minutes. If you liked our content, please like, follow, subscribe and more importantly, share it with the people you know. Because sharing of knowledge is equally important with its knowing. Check out and follow our Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, Telegram and other social media accounts with the handle at the rate over the global. Share it with your people. Also, if you have any suggestions, be our guest. We heed over the comments. Thanks a lot for listening to us. Keep reading and keep knowing. Because only knowing cures most of our problems. And keep sharing this show with the people.